This is Golf Talk Canada, Canada's only nationally syndicated golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by Acura, precision crafted performance. Acura, celebrating 30 years in Canada. Visit acura.ca for the 2018 lineup and dealership incentives. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. It's the most wonderful time of the year. There's a little Neil Diamond in there at the end. I don't know if you can tell. Did you tell there's a little Neil Diamond? They're coming to America today. That sounds more like Cookie Monster. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's Masters Week as Golf Talk Canada kicks off Masters Week right here on TSN. As uh, the station, as well as our... uh, I guess our big brother station in CTV also flips the switch for what is the most Masters coverage you can get anywhere on the planet starting this week with Golf Talk Canada Radio, Golf Talk Canada Television, TSN pregame, early round coverage, rounds three and four, CTV for the weekend, wrap up, <laughs> Bob doing hits on SportsCenter. I think that, you know, by the time this is uh, David Hearn joining the, the team this yeah. year, James Duffy back as always, and whether you're going to be uh, watching the feed from Augusta, tuned into uh, a channel from the Bell family somewhere, it is Masters 24-7 this week. Bob, the way it should be every week as far as I'm concerned. Well, of course. <laughs> we should have the Masters every week. That would be great. Might get a little overkill, but uh, yeah, no, it is a wonderful time of year, and it's, uh, I mean, I cannot remember a year. This will be my 23rd, I think, 24th Masters that I've been going down where there has been this many of the top players in the world coming in on form. Like, you always have some, and you always get a few surprises, but this year... You know, it's it's hard to pick. We're going to do our pools later, but we got to pick a few players. But it's hard to narrow it down. Okay, because you bring it up so early, and because I, I've been thinking the same thing, it almost makes me scared. In the sense that I've got people coming up to me so excited about the Masters, kind of echoing what you've just summarized. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, like the ten biggest names in the world of golf. Maybe with the exception of Jordan Spieth, who could potentially change that with 36 holes to go this week at the U.S. Open, only two off the lead with 36 to go. Still somehow uh, over two days on the negative side of strokes game putting. Uh, That's a whole other uh, conversation that we'll get into, I'm sure, in hour two of Golf Talk Canada today. But, Bob, it scares me a little because usually when things line up so logically, usually (laughs) when things look so good the way they do now, which is like the biggest names in the game of past and present ready to collide at Augusta, are we going to end up with Danny Willett? Yeah, it could be. You know, you know, that's the one thing about Augusta. You don't ever know. I mean, like it could be uh, Ted Potter Jr. Okay, you know, coming yeah. down the stretch. Mrs. I mean. That's Mrs. GTC. <laughs> We're talking about the Masters yesterday in the kitchen, as we do at the Sakino household. We, I imagine she loves that. She does, and she and and Mrs. GTC said, just don't want another Danny Willett. Very frustrated. <laughs> Still over Danny Willett. Oh, She's still upset over Danny Willett. He's a good player. He's working with Sean Foley now. I know, but it's just no. But unless you're us, yeah, or a real hardcore fan, like I'm sure a lot of our listeners are, the casual golf fan right. or the person excited about those ten names gets so angry with Danny Willett. Yeah, well, you know just, what I mean. Just it's not him personally. Right. Not it's him just the personally. prospect. They don't know him, no, so they don't. It's know Sean who McKeel. The is. It's yeah. Ben Crane. It's right. you know Todd Hamilton. Yeah, but it's funny over all the years if you think about this, and you know we're going to get into this in the in the second segment because there are a lot of first timers this year 
at the Masters and quality Quality ones. And we know how hard it's been for first-timers to win at Augusta. We go back to Fuzzy in 79 to find the last one. Yeah. Uh, maybe that breaks. Really the only one when you consider the other guys were the, well, in the first couple in the couple first of couple of years, yeah, right. playing the Augusta National Invitational. Right. There wasn't even the, right. <laughs> the Masters. Uh, this, this course in this tournament is so hard on first-timers. When you look at those names that I just ringed off to you right now as, as just examples of no names, you know, that doesn't happen in the Masters like it happens in the other championships. It really doesn't, doesn't never goes down that way. Well, it just goes to show you what the golf course is, right? I mean, the, the golf course is so... Uh, tough to learn quickly, yeah. as I found out. Right, yes. <laughs> yes. But you know friend. what? But your 69 but, was still impressive as yeah, far as exactly. I'm concerned. exactly. Well, then I got to the back nine. <laughs> um, but it is such a difficult course to learn, to cram, to understand, to not get overwhelmed by. Um, you know, I remember Bernard Longer telling me the one interesting thing, because, you know, they make changes every year. Like yes. they'll resurface a green or they'll... And it looks like it's been there forever. Right. And they, But they'll just say, Bernard Longer says, well, you know, you looked at this putt for 30 years and you've seen it do this way, but then you, you forget that in the off season, they might have changed something. It might not put it back exactly the same way. And so all of a sudden that straight putt is now breaking an inch to the left. So in that way, you know, you can almost get fooled by how much you think, you know, yeah, maybe sometimes you're right. Oh, 30 years of experience sometimes can get you, I guess. Yeah, Maybe. Right. <laughs> well, today we had a great show. Uh, Jamie Ryle from TSN, our senior golf producer here at the network. Uh, part of our master's coverage is uh, going to jump in on our master's pick. So Bob Scully and I will give you our master's picks uh, for this year. Uh, Jamie's going to join us, give us his master's thoughts, master's picks. Bob had an opportunity to sit down with Canada's only ever major champion, Men's, 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 excuse me. Thank you. Men's major champion. Jesus, Mark. There you go. I'm, now I'm in the Me Too movement. <laughs> yeah. How did that happen? Just in the first five minutes of Golf Talk Canada. I, all right. Mike Weir sitting down with Bob Weeks. And the first Masters that I ever attended as working media, the first Masters I ever worked with TSN, was, what was no, no, was with the working. I, now, I used yeah. to attend the Masters every year in a different capacity, as a, as in a rights holder capacity. Uh, when I used to do sales and marketing for the Masters. But the first one I ever worked was with you, um, with Mike, a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. What year was that? Was that I was, think, three years ago now? Three years, years ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, that was the first time I was ever on site as actual working he media. He was our on-course. He was our analyst, and uh, he just decided that that year it was too much work to do both, to play and to be an analyst. So I don't disagree with him. I think he's going to be a great analyst when he decides to right. hang it up. Right. But, uh, Although with uh, recent made cuts, yeah, maybe you not. never know. Well, maybe there is a, a champions tour uh, yeah. career in his future. And look at what couples and longer have done as champions career right. players at right. uh, at Augusta. So we'll speak with Mike Weir. Winners weird or what? Twenty weeks of Taylor made leaderboard updates from the world of golf. There's an LPGA major going on. We'll also give you an update on Muskoka Bay free golf prom- uh, promotion. It's just endless. It's a two-hour, it's a big animal in the room, but let's start with News and Headlines. News and Headlines is brought to you by Porter Airlines. Now flying direct to 16 Canadian destinations and seven U.S. destinations direct, including Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Visit flyporter.com. Porter Airlines, flying refined. All right, Bob. Augusta around the corner. Everybody knows it's the hardest ticket in all the sports, hands down. It is, it's not even close how hard it is to acquire a ticket to Augusta. Now, there's always the secondary market. It's been out there forever. It's something that really nobody talks about too much. Prices out are outrageous. And this year, they've taken another spike. I wonder why. Look yeah. who's back. 
last time I looked, even a practice round on a Tuesday is going for 650 to 750 American dollars for a Tuesday practice round. That's just ridiculous. I can tell you that uh, my dad has tickets. He has tournament badges right. Thursday to Sunday. The face value on one of those is $375 U.S. On StubHub last night when I checked, you can get one of those for $7,000. There you go. <laughs> $7,000 for one of those weekly ba- Insane. Now, the story that's broke though out of Augusta, though, eh, for the first time, and what I think is a long time, every 10, 15 years, I remember this story kind of pop up that they, they kind of decide to maybe crack down and tighten things. Yep. They said that this is going to be one of those years. They're focusing on the secondary market. So I think what they're focusing on is not so much if you are, if I have a couple tickets, I'm going to sell them to you. That's okay. What they're what they're really trying to crack down on is, is the third-party sellers. Right. So this week, what, what happened, it came to light that they've sent out some a letter. So I'm going to read you this letter. It says, come to our attention that you offered your 2018 master's tickets for sale to third parties. This action was a violation of the application agreement you signed upon the purchase of your tickets. Here comes the interesting part. Therefore, please be advised the master's tournament committee has canceled all tickets assigned to you and has permanently removed your name from all ticket lists. So they refund the money, but the tickets that these people have sold, when they come up to the gate and scan them, they're not going to work. Mm. So how'd you like to be that guy? That's just, nice. Cut that check. You just for your trip. You've got a... Uh, Rented a house or right. a, something you've got staying in. Right. You've driven over, and now your tickets don't work. And that and that industry that you're referring to, not talking about Bob selling a mark, etc., but that those 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 marketing firms and agencies, yeah. you know, whether it's StubHub or the ones that concentrate just on the masters, which have existed and had a you know twenty year business sitting right. there just doing the masters. It's a big, it's huge business. You know, and you go down, you know this, Mark. When you go down, you, you drive along outside. Uh, Augusta National, there's always people looking for tickets and there's always people selling tickets and there's it's a big market out there and it's not illegal in Georgia to scalp tickets, mm-hmm. to resell tickets. But again, I think this is what they're trying to do is, is arrange the the uh, you know, the StubHub, Vivid Seats, SeatGeek, all those places. That's what they're trying to snap down on. Uh, this next story in news and headlines rubs me the wrong way, Bob. In fact, I could put this quite easily in Winner's Weird and What and give you a monster <laughs> rant later in the show. But because it's Masters Week and I'm trying to stay positive... <laughs> You know, that's what my therapist says. You've got to stay positive, Mark. So I'm not. I'm going to leave this out of Winners Weird and What. It's Tiger's the new book on Tiger, the uh, unauthorized biography, uh, the Tiger, a true story of vengeance and survival. And of course, it came out, I believe, last week. Uh, and now, yeah. and Tiger's agents and Tiger's people have said this thing is full of errors. It's a bunch of crap. Blah blah blah. Here's my problem with the whole entire thing, Bob. We know 90% of everything that's in this book. We can't validate really any of the extra new stuff we might potentially know. But here's my problem with this. This is 10 years old. What Did we hold back the release of this book until he was back in the spotlight playing golf again? I never de- de- uh, defend Tiger when he needs to be slapped across the face. Okay, when he does those. I'll call it the way it is. I'm not going to, you know, sugarcoat anything. But this guy is obviously cleaned up his act. He's trying to take a second shot in life here on the PGA Tour. Apparently is a great father. This is 10 years old. They're just trying to piggyback his current shooting star to sell books. I don't like it. Well, it's you know I think I think the timing probably has more to do with the Masters than his comeback because just knowing how long it takes to get books and into the field. But I know what you're saying. They're trying to they're trying to either way you look at it. That's probably slicing. Pretty thin, but it, you're, they're trying to uh, trying to take advantage of his profile at this time of year. Obviously, 
Um, the book, had, uh, New York Times called it exhilarating, depressing, tawdry, and moving in almost equal measure. And uh, some people said it was Im- immensely re- readable. That was the Wall Street Journal. But uh, it's ninth on the book sales on Amazon right now. So there's a lot of people who are interested in it. And, of course, the Tigers people have said that um, it's completely made up. Everything's wrong. Uh, Steinberg's comment, his agent, uh, Mark Steinberg, said, It's hard to imagine that two guys who have never met or spoken to Tiger can legitimately guess what he or his family were thinking. Well, which is true. That's, but... a, that's why I put some credence in that, no? Yeah. It's, I mean, this is... Like Hank Haney was in the kitchen. This is, yeah, that's right. This, there's nothing... There's nothing surprising about this. This is just as, you know, someone to try and, as you say, trying to, uh, uh, to I don't know, profit, but if it's the right word or not, but trying to cash in on the uh, on his profile. Now, I know that the authors of this book are have reached out and they're tr- they're going to come in at some point. Uh, this ain't going to be a fluff piece. They're going to call Scully. I'm like, I, I'm not going to give him a fluff. Like, this is actually irritating me. If they're, I'm going to ask him. Like, to me, guys, I'm sorry, John. I think it's John... Uh, so, did you guys have the uh, author's name? Uh, sorry, yep. yeah. Armin, uh, Armin, uh, Jeff Benedict, and Armin Katayan. Okay, I, I'm just. Oh, maybe I have the wrong book here then. The wrong title. <laughs> You're looking at the Ro- Lauren Rubinstein one. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Anyway, regardless, the, the 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 new book, the new Tiger book out. Uh, like I'm gonna, I'm, I want, I want to go straight up with them, guys. This, the timing of this is just uncomfortable for me. I'm gonna ask them straight up, and you know, like. Anyway, well, that's what that's what we'll have them on for. I'm sure. All right, they, I'm sure you may have to run that interview. I'm sure Bob. they've heard it before. You may have to take this chair and I'll sit over there <laughs> okay. and they just tape me to the chair or something. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Three Canadians in the drive, chip and putt, and I don't know if you know this, but Dr. J. Petroff. Tried to qualify, they told him couldn't do it. So <laughs> the three Canadians: Landon Kelly from Bob Cajun, Luke Delgabo from Font Hill, and Vanessa Barovalos from uh, Toronto. Now I saw Vanessa. We were up taping some commercials that you're going to see starting next week, um, up at uh, Peak Performance, mm-hmm. up in Vaughan. And Vanessa was up there, and the guys there told me that she came, she's been coming in through the winter every day at noon. And she putts for two hours. And she sat there and putted this, like, 12-foot putt over and over and over and over and over again. Unreal. And lovely. She's in her third time going to this this uh, event. So um, she's finished. I don't think she's fourth and fifth. I think she's finished the last two years. Anyway, delightful young gal. Uh, she's in the 10-11 age group. And I'm looking forward to seeing uh, seeing all three and see how they do. Well, good luck uh, to, to everyone. Uh, is, that, that, is that still, or has that wrapped up? It wraps up this weekend. It's on Sunday. Yeah, it wraps up Sunday. Sunday. So good luck to all three Canadians and all the kids there. It's, uh, I'm sure, quite an experience to do that oh, at, yeah, at that age. Sure. Just be uh, mind, absolutely mind-blowing. So, all right, coming up, Mike Weir. Coming up, Winners Weird and What. Coming up, Jamie Rydell, our Masters picks. We'll go deep into who we like and why. But up next, first-timers at Augusta. And maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe the most solid pool of first-timers in quite some time. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC was brought to you by Acura. Precision crafted performance. Acura, celebrating 30 years in Canada. Visit Acura.ca for the 2018 lineup and dealership incentives. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by TaylorMade and TwistFace Technology. Experience straight distance from TwistFace only in the new 2018 M3 and M4 drivers. Visit TaylorMade.ca for more information or to book your custom fitting today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. 
Welcome back to GTC as we kick off Masters Week right here on TSN. And we are shaping up to potentially be headed to what is could be the one of the best Masters and most memorable Masters of all time. We say that every year, and every year, almost every year, the Masters delivers. We get the odd... You know, it, year, del- but... it delivers in different ways some years. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Well, even if you recall, like, you know, Charles Schwartzel, uh, you know, birdieing the last four. And then uh, it just, you know, obviously Sergio last year was, you know, really a, a, an emotional win for, I think, people who used to love him, people who hated him. People, I mean, you, you had know. Rory collapse. You had yes. Jordan Spieth collapse. Yes. You know, those things, are deli- as I say, deliver in different ways. Right. Sometimes it's not the winner that's right. the big story. Now, I know most people's favorite masters of... You know, our current listening audience, generation, etc., people will point to the 97 Masters with Tiger as, you know, the biggest Masters yeah, or, moment or for them. Or, or Mike Weir. Yeah, one of those two, right? right. It's, it's one or the other, sure. right? Uh, it's either Weir at 03 and, um, and Tiger 97. For me, Bob, it's Mickelson in 04 because I've always been a Monster Phil Mickelson fan. And, you know, going into 04, he was still what Sergio was last year. You know, a guy who just can't get it done when it counts, has been hanging around for a bunch of years, winning a boatload of PGA Tour events, playing on international teams, blah, 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 blah. And then that puck goes down on 18. And, you know, what are we, five majors later now on Phil? And mm-hmm. and who knows? Maybe number six coming this year. Yeah. So um, the one topic that I don't think has been getting enough discussion and now the reason this has not been getting enough discussion, I believe, is because the quality of the top 10 in, in the world or top 10 names in the world right now that are playing so well, as you've outlined off the top of the show heading into Augusta, is the quality of this rookie field. Xander Shoffley, Tony Finau, Hung Tung Lee, uh, Dylan Fratelli, uh, Patton Kazire, Wesley Bryan, Austin Shabanka Cook. Sharma. Where's Shabanka Sharma? I don't even see him in there. There, yeah. Shabanka Sharma. The rookies this year are potentially the best rookie class we've seen in a very long time. Who jumps out of you uh, out for you of that rookie class and why? Well, to me the the one that's the two that are probably the most obvious picks if you were going to pick a rookie, which the pool that uh, I'm in at TSN and we're in here, uh, we have to pick a rookie. I think Shoffley obviously because he won twice last year and the Tour Championship, which is big. And Finau, who is like I just keep waiting for this guy to explode because he's such a he's a cool story first of all. Uh, but also the, the how far he hits it. Um, the one the one that kind of might be a little bit of a sleeper could be Austin Cook, who to me has the best of the of that group has the best short game and is the best putter. He's ranked in the top 50 in both in strokes gained. So you know he's I always think you need you need that especially as for a first timer because right. I think the most difficult thing is to figure out the greens and around the greens. Well, it's funny you say that because. Uh, when I'm handicapping golf, when I'm trying to figure out who's going to win, I go with like recent form yep. in one column and horses for courses in yep. the other column. And I try to blend those two factors. Now, obviously, these are rookies, so we can't use horses for courses to a certain degree. But I cheated, Bob. <laughs> and I'll tell you how. I was trying to decide in that same pool between I, I liked Finau. But I was trying to decide. For me, it came down to Patton Kazire and Xander Shoffley. And I like Patton Kazire for the same reasons you talked about uh, Austin Cook. Pat Kazire will tell you every time you stick a microphone in his face, the best weapon in his bag is his putter. Yeah, he's a great putter. He, he will say that. He is open. And I love guys who call their putting out 
in the spotlight because most guys are not that open about it, right? They don't want to put that spotlight himself. When you stand up in front of the world every time someone puts a mic in front and say, I'm a great pot- putter, it's my best weapon, you- you're taking ownership of that, right. putting pressure on your putting, which means you don't care. You believe it. So I, I like that. But at the end of the day, I went with Xander Shoffley. And the reason I went with Xander Shoffley is I cheated in the Horses for Courses category. <laughs> yes. Because I... Uh, worked uh, the tour championship last year for PGA Tour Radio. It was my first time at East Lake. Never been to East Lake before. Never worked the tour championship. Xander Shoffley won his second PGA Tour event in his rookie year last year at East Lake. Yep. The first thing I thought of when I walked onto the property at East Lake and took a look around. Is how much it looked like uh, the Toronto Hunt Club? No. <laughs> but you're close. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I went, the topography. The way this property rolls, the way it looks, who was a member there, who grew up there, Mr. Bobby Jones, it looked and felt a lot like Augusta National. He loved it. He fell in love with the golf course the first time he got there. He won on the golf course the first time he played there, and I thought, hmm. hmm." There you go. And I went, hold on, Mark. You're no rocket scientist, (laughs) but... Do you think there's any credence in that whatsoever? Have sure. you been to East Lake, Bob? I have been to East Lake. Okay, so, right. so very you, much looks do you like feel what like, I feel yeah, there? Very okay. much, very much looks like uh, same sort of rolling topography. It's um, you know, who knows? I don't know if there's any science <laughs> to it at all. Like really, uh, when you look back at some of these guys, and some rookies have performed well in one or two rounds, you know, and and you get going on a roll, and then they fall apart. Uh, I don't know. It's it's a uh, it's. Any one of these guys, to me, could really pop up and, and have a good a good thing. And let's face it, for a pool, what you're trying to do is get a guy who's going to make the cut. You're not necessarily looking at this guy who's going to win the tournament, right? right I mean, I right. think that, to me, is is the best. So you look for, for a consistency as well. I love Pat and Kazire as well. He's a good player. He's won already this year. Twice. Yeah. yeah. In season. In, yeah. Season, sorry. Season. But he, yeah. you're right. And he's... he's a big guy, and I—I I don't know. There's, you can make a case for a lot of different guys. Look at Shabanker Sharma is right. leading the race to Dubai, right? You know, so right. I mean, now he he might get a little overwhelmed as the first uh, first time there as well. But who knows? Okay, it's, so it's, I'm gonna go shape uh, Xander Shoffley for my one. If you had to pick one, who are you going? I'm going Austin Cook. Austin Cook. I'm going Shoffley. We'll get this outside of our Masters pool picks okay. later. We'll get the same answer from uh, Skulls and from uh, Jamie uh, okay. to see uh, just at a rookies separate question who they like. Who and why? So we'll get that. So Skulls, I know you're asleep behind the glass there. I know, but that we're gonna ask you. <laughs> I asked Scully what he's doing later today. You want to know? You want to know what a like a good looking, healthy athlete, 26 year old does on a Saturday when you and I are like, you know, well, you're gonna go for a run. So <laughs> I'm I'm talking myself here. So I said, what are you doing? Later? Gonna go for a lift and a snooze. He says to me, I go, he's James Dean cool without the cigarette. I tell you right now. All right, we're gonna get into it. But up next, Canada's only male. Major champion, winner of the Green Jacket in 2003, Mike Weir joins us. This is GTC. This segment of GTC, presented by Acura, was brought to you by TaylorMade and TwistFace Technology. Experience straight distance from TwistFace, only in the new 2018 M3 and M4 drivers. Visit TaylorMade.ca for more information or to book your custom fitting today. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of Golf Talk Canada is brought to you by Moto Caddy and Stewart Golf Dream Machines, the Canadian market leader in electric walking golf trolleys. 
sold in over 30 countries around the world. They offer the widest selection of golf trolleys for players of all ages, abilities, and budgets. For more information, visit jpsmgolf.com. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to GTC. Zacchino Weeks in studio together, kicking off Masters Week right here on TSN. And can you believe it has been 15 years. It is the 15th anniversary of Mike Weir's green jacket win. Bob, earlier in the season, had the opportunity to speak to Mike about that 15th anniversary and this year's Masters in the state of Mike's game. Let's hear from Mike Weir. So 15 years, does it seem like it's been 15 years? Sometimes it does. We see it feels like 15 years. Other times, I think when I get on the grounds and get there and get in the flow of the tournament, and even when I get there for practice rounds beforehand, it feels not that long ago. But um, in other respects, it does. Um, you know, it's, it's still great memories, though, for sure. How has the course changed since the time that you played it and won it? From when I won, it hasn't changed a lot. I mean, I think number seven has lengthened a little bit, but they had already done a major renovation to lengthen it. You know, uh, 18 was back to the length that is now number 11. So it was still a very long golf course and it was wet. But that, even though it played super long, it, it, it was soft enough because of the rain that you know, I had some longer clubs, even some woods into some par fours. I was able to stop the ball on the green, so that that helped. So it hasn't changed a whole lot. So we go back to that <clears throat> that week, and uh, no golf on Thursday. Mm-hmm. The TF on Friday for a very very long day, mm-hmm. and I know there was a lot of attention placed on wedge play, putting, and all mm-hmm. that. You came coming off two wins. You're obviously playing well, but how important was your driver, especially in that in that sloppy going in that first day? Yeah, it was very important. I drove the ball all uh, all week. I drove the ball great. Um, I worked hard on hitting a fade for a lefty there. You have to hit a lot of right to left tee shots and uh, I can honestly think, you know, I can't think of one that I really missed uh, tee shots um, when I was hitting the fade. I think I hit one on 15 on Sunday where I overcut it and had to lay up. But outside of that, you know, uh, I really drove the ball well and that's a, that's a maybe an underestimated part of of my win there and underestimated part of anybody who wins there. You have to drive the ball pretty well there compared to 25 years ago. It was maybe a little bit more open because they've narrowed the course quite a bit. So you you played, I think, something like 32 holes or something that day, then you had to come back again, long day, mm-hmm. short night, you had media to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday, you put together the the 68, well, round two, you're six, yes. 68. Yeah. What was, the, what was the key? How were you feeling there after such a long day the day before to be able to come out and do that? Yeah, I finished off the round uh, pretty well, and then... Um, um, I, you know, I was feeling pretty good, but I, I, you know, the wet conditions and the hills and, you know, I like to think of myself and be in pretty good shape, but I was tired. I, I, I got tired in the end of the day and, you know, my game was built on stability with my lower body and building this resistance with this, uh, the torque with resistance in my lower body. And I just kind of lost that, that balance a little bit towards the end of the day. So I was tired, you know, I did get tired near, near the end of the day. Yeah. Just your, yeah. your third round ended up slipping to a 75 and yet that yeah. didn't really take you out of it. You were still no. going into Sunday. You were still just a couple shots behind Jeff Maggard. You're in second place. Um, what was your mindset at the end of Saturday after a long, those three long days of knowing where you were, even though you'd shot 75? Yeah, I was sure I was disappointed that I'd, I'd let some shots slip late in that, that third round. Um, but I was still, in my head, I just convinced myself, look, got a little tired. Let's get a good night's rest. Let's get a really good stretch in and, uh, you know, get some good food so my energy's good for, uh, you know, 18 holes the next day and, and that I can get back to my type of golf, which is uh, get, get things a little more compact and 
um, get the energy back in my swing, and I, I felt like I'd be on track. And I was I was very confident. I mean, even I didn't let one round uh, derail my confidence because, like you said, I I was playing so well. I'd won a couple times, almost won another couple times. So I was playing very well, and I didn't want to let just five or six holes shake my confidence at all. So so what's it like waiting on Sunday morning? I heard you had to uh, pass some time by watching Happy Gilmore. Is that true? That is true. I watched a little Happy Gilmore once I got to Augusta. Um, having some lunch and just relaxing and having a laugh and not trying not to think too much about it. Um, the morning I went for a nice little walk and tried to get my head in the right uh, mindset. And um, again, I think I've said this story before. In my head, I, you know, I was playing so well going in and I guess my mindset was, let's just keep doing what you've been doing all year and see where the chips fall and not, not think about too much what might happen or what could happen. Let's just do what you've been doing, stick to the plan, and let's see what happens. Bogey free on a final day at Augusta National. How different is it on Sunday than it is on the first three days, though, when you're out there playing, when you're starting to play? Are you able to sort of separate that and just say, it's the same golf course, it's the same tournament? Well, that's the challenge as golfers, as professional uh, golfers you, you have, is that to, to to try to get in that mindset that it is the same. It's, it's easier said than done. We hear guys say it all the time, but it's a hard thing to do. Um, I was able to do that that day, um, and it's much more difficult in a major championship. It's much more difficult uh, when you're on the final group in a major championship with a ch chance to win. That's a whole different ball game. So, um, it, it, it just took a lot of work and a lot of hard work on the mental side of the game to get myself to a place to be able to block everything out and stay focused in, in that situation. You call it a gut-wrenching day. Mm -hmm. Is that what it was? It was. It was. It was. Um, especially towards the end of the day, it's very gut-wrenching when you're kind of left out there. You're the only one on the course with three holes to go. Len was in. The other the other groups in front of me, where no one was really in contention, falling back. So it was a bit of a strange experience. The other times I'd been in contention in any other tournament, there's all kinds of guys you're playing with that are in contention and, and such. But this was a whole different. I, I felt like the eyes of the golf world and Augusta National were on me because they really were. Every Len was done, and no, unless you know. Some Someone went eagle eagle. I think Phil was in there a little bit. Um, we would have had to do something crazy to to be in there. So um, it's it's much more gut wrenching when you're in that scenario and you're the only guy. And if you make a mistake, it's over. You make you make a putt, you win it. So so it was a interesting feeling, and that's why I think maybe I use the term gut wrenching because it is. It's uh, you, I leaned on my caddy Brennan a lot to talk to in between shots and talk myself into the right frame of mind constantly. What, what did you talk about? I remember at the end of the championship when you were walking out, he was trying to keep you calm. You guys were talking about wrestling. <laughs> yeah. What were you talking about at Augusta? I think we were talking some hockey. And, um, just take your mind off it? Yeah, just take your mind off it. I think also, I think I was, I just said to him, I remember after I not hit a great putt on 16, hit a nice shot into the 16th hole, not hit a great putt. And I remember walking to the 17th hole and saying to him that, hey, after 70 holes, I'm tied for the lead. If you would have said that at the beginning of the week, you'd take that. And that just kind of took the edge off. You know, I have an opportunity. Instead of saying, you know, what if I mess up, lose a tournament, I was like, what an opportunity. I, I took it as like, what an opportunity to maybe birdie one of these last two, maybe birdie them both, whatever, um, and win this tournament. And let's see, see what we can do. And I hit a great tee shot on 17 after that. Are you able to kind of put your head around the, not so much what this meant for Mike Weir, because it was a big win for your career, obviously, but what it meant for a nation, really, for a country of uh, golf fans. I mean, you got called by the Prime Minister, Wayne Gretzky mm -hmm. calls you. I mean, all these kind of things happen, but are you able to kind of wrap around 
since in these 15 years what that win has meant to Canada? I think so, a, a little bit more. You know, I'm, I'm not a big reflector of things, but uh, I think you know, even the next day after I, when I came to Canada uh, for a little, the Sears thing we had, and then at the hockey game dropping the puck, um, which was impromptu. I didn't, wasn't planning on it, but they, I was just in the in a box with some friends, and they asked me to come do that. Uh, and hearing that ovation was uh, was really something that sticks out. That's very memorable, it's almost as memorable as you know winning the tournament. Just just being back in in Canada and sensing that's uh, that sense of pride. Um, so, and then talking to the younger generation guys, they, they saying where they were and, hey, when you did it, you know, I felt like I could do something and get on the tour. And um, so that's that's really cool. You know, I I didn't have that as a as a young pro. I had some guys, Canadian guys that I, that I watched and aspired to get on the PGA Tour. I guess I had some guys from my hometown that were hockey players, made it to the NHL that I looked up to and thought maybe I can be an NHL hockey player. <clears throat> But until I went to the maybe the Canadian Open for the first time and saw Jack Nicklaus up close and Johnny Miller and Andy Bean and Tom Kite, these players I'd seen on TV, that really inspired me. So if I hopefully did that for some of the young Canadian guys, uh, that's that's pretty cool. Just to wrap up, is it, is it still fun to go out and play at Augusta? I mean, do you still go out there oh, yeah. and hope, hope to win again? Yeah, I do. I do. I feel really good about my game. Um, I don't think there's any reason why I shouldn't think that I can go out there and compete this year. It's been a while since I felt like that. Um, I'm lacking some tournament competition and, and uh, getting in contention there, but at the same time, it's a course I know how to play. I'm finding my mindset's getting closer to uh, where I need to be. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I just, I get good vibes when I play there. And, and uh, so, yeah, I'm optimistic. By the way, I asked Brooke Henderson where she was when uh, you won the Masters. She said she was five years old. <laughs> Thanks, like Weezy. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that is classic. <laughs> What do you, what do you, when you, when you hear that, Bob, I know that was a, 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 a little, about a month, month and a half ago, so, but when you hear that, though, and when you had an opportunity to speak to Mike, and I know you speak to Mike more often than not, um, what, do you, what do you take from that, like where he is right now and his reflections on that? I think, I think there's two things. I think, one, his game is finally starting to turn around, so I think he's really happy because he's put in a lot of work, and there was a lot of times when it, he just seemed so lost and couldn't get that driver in the fairway anywhere. And then the other, the other part that sticks out for me right now, and not so much, but you, you hear a little bit of it in that interview, but, but just spending time with Mike over the last uh, six months or so, is he is just in a, he's sort of like Tiger. He's just in a really good place in his life right now. He is happy. He's got great relationships off the course. Uh, his kids are getting a little older. One's at university. One's going next year. So you just get this sense that, you know, if, if he never hit another golf shot again, I think he would be fine with that. I think he's come to a point where he wants to play, he wants to be good, but I think he's accepted the fact that, you know what, I can be happy without golf. Before, golf was his everything, and now I think he's finally sort of coming to the, to the realization Balance. that, yeah, it doesn't have to be. It's amazing when you, how you outline that, because if you think of all those stories we've heard now over the years, how the, all these things lined up, you just said Tiger, Mike Weir, Sergio Garcia last year, personal life happy, everything in a good place, right? He's a new dad yeah. now. But all this stuff, when golf doesn't become the, the be-all, end-all of things, it seems to become a little easier. Yeah. For some reason. Well, so. I mean, and these guys are obviously in a position where life can be fairly easy. They've right. They're not efforting the like you exactly. and I. They're exactly. not here on a Saturday morning entertaining the masses. <laughs> That's right. right? Yeah. That's right. All right. On the other side, we'll get you caught up with everything that is Golf Talk Canada and everything that is Masters Week right here on TSN. This is GTC. 
This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by Moto Caddy and Stewart Golf Dream Machines, the Canadian market leader in electric walking golf trolleys. Sold in over 30 countries around the world, they offer the widest selection of golf trolleys for players of all ages, abilities, and budgets. For more information, visit jpsmgolf.com. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of Golf Talk Canada is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit weathertech.ca. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to GTC as we kick off Masters Week right here on TSN, wrapping up Hour 1 of Golf Talk Canada. Let's do a leaderboard update from the World of Golf, the Houston Open. Your last chance to punch your ticket to Augusta if you haven't already. The only way you can get in is if you win the Houston Open. And Bo Hostler right now with the lead at 11 under par. That is a one-shot lead over Sam Ryder, Ricky Fowler, Abraham Anser, Nicholas Lindheim, and a couple ahead of a group that also includes Jordan Spieth, two back with 36 holes to go. Ben Silverman, the lone Canadian who made the cut in this one, bends at three under par. LPGA Tour, new 36-hole scoring mark, the year's first major. Uh, Sunghyun Park and Pernilla Lindbergh are at 12 under par, and that is uh, the uh, scoring record for 36 holes of the ANA Inspiration, a.k.a. the Dinah Shore. And uh, they have a three-shot lead over Jessica Corda. Um, top Canadians, Elena Sharp had a great round yesterday, 68. She is in a tie for 11th. Brooke Henderson, after opening with a nice score, fell down. She was uh, two under the first round, three over. She has just made the cut. She's tied for 63rd, so some work to do for her, but she has made the cut on uh, right on the number. And the road to the PGA Tour, the Web.com Tour, Savannah Golf Championship on the Web.com is Edward Lore. He's got a one-shot lead. He's at 11 under par over Christian Brand and Kyle Jones. Uh, 36 holes to go in this one. A bunch of Canadians, however, making the cut. Sean Harlington makes the cut, and he's at 6 under par. Roger Sloan at 5 under par. Uh, there's one more here on the leader. Oh, there's Albin. Albin Choi at 4 under par. So And Stuart McDonald at 3 under par. So yep. 4 Canadians seeing the weekend on the web.com. And, of course, 36 holes to go in the Go Low Tour. You never know when you got that many flags <laughs> on the board. That will come up in my Winner's Weird and What. Ah, there's a te- We call that a teaser. And there it is. So, Bob, 20 weeks of TaylorMade this year continues. Yes. We're close to... Close to $20,000 worth of product we're giving away. Yeah. The only way you can win close to $20,000 worth. How much? Close to $20,000 worth of tailor made product this year is if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Golf Talk Canada Television and Radio. And I will say this. Uh, there's multiple reasons to subscribe to the channel. One, obviously, you have a chance to win all this great gear, but we've got some really cool content this year, starting with that piece we did last week on TV. We got great feedback from my speed golf session at Tour Experience Golf. really well done and really cool the yeah. way they're going to uh, try and get you uh, to hit it ball. See a little faster. I'll give you an update on where that is later in the show when okay. Skull's in. We'll see, because I want to see if Scully's feeling a difference yet, and, and I've got a little update. But, yeah, it was really cool. And and the great thing about the YouTube channel is you get, you get the extended, you get the full 15 minutes. Right. We're obviously on TV. We can't do that. So we had a great little six-minute uh, TV segment. You want the full 15 minutes on how you can get longer. And this is legit. 
How can you get longer right now in 12 weeks in 2018? It's through Super Speed Golf. Go to our Golf Talk Canada uh, television and YouTube channel, and it, the 15 minutes is there. And, I, and we got real, I was shocked at the feedback. It was really cool. How much are we giving away in the 20 weeks? Close to 20,000. Okay. Grand prize is worth eight grand. It's a Stuart, 9, Stuart X9 electric trolley accompanied with a through the bag, top to bottom, tour experience full set wow. from TaylorMade. That's so good. the grand prize alone is close to $8,000. So uh, looking forward to that. And that, again, the only way to win is if you subscribe to Golf Talk Canada Television Radio. Starting May 19th. Wait, wait, there's There's more. more. Starting May 19th, I just feel like the Santa Claus of summer. <laughs> I really do. Starting May 19th, uh, Muskoka Bay Golf Talk Trivia right here. Uh, we're giving away a free green fee every week at Muskoka Bay, Bob, starting May what? 19th. Every, oh, you were off last week. That's I didn't right. hear about this. Okay, so every week starting May 19th, we're going to give away a free round of golf at Muskoka Bay. That's amazing. Uh, trivia, weekly trivia right here on Golf Talk. Trivia. Yeah. Uh, so, skill testing question. Skill testing question. Uh, and the, the first correct answer. We'll figure out the details okay. on how we give it away. We'll have to have like a little brainstorming session on how we give this thing away. But every week, Muskoka Bay Golf Giveaway right here on great Golf Talk course. Canada. One of the top ten courses in Canada is ranked by Score Golf. There you go. In the top there you go. And by yours truly. By you. Yeah. Which, I, that carries huge weight, all <laughs> right? Big. I don't even That's know the big. kind of weight that that would carry. That's big. All right. <laughs> and, and, you know, actually, all joking aside, so SCORE, which is the obviously the, the, the biggest Canadian ranking, the, the most, yeah. uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Most respected. Thank yeah. you. The most respected guy. It's kind of like the, the guideline, the, right. the true guideline came. And then from a, an international perspective, because I'm on the Golf Digest panel, Golf Digest ranks Muskoka Bay in the top 10 courses in Canada. There you go. So there you go. So we've double dipped. Everybody has Bay. the same same idea. There you, <laughs> there you go. We're all feeling good. Uh, and uh, and of course, this week we kick off Masters Week right now on TSN with this two-hour broadcast of Golf Talk Canada. Leading into the Par Three competition this week will be Golf Talk Canada's one-hour Masters preview special. So Golf Talk Canada one-hour Masters preview special. Problem. From Augusta, and then we will hand off to the Par 3 contest, and then Masters pregame Wednesday night and Thursday morning into early round coverage on of the Masters on TSN. The early round three-hour block uh, on Thursday and Friday that leads into the uh, network coverage that also is on TSN, and then the same thing on the weekend as we hand off to CTV. Bob will be doing SportsCenter Digital. I'll be doing CP24, CTV News, <laughs> Every TSN Radio. Yeah, if you you're going to just be overwhelmed with our opinions and analysis of what has happened at the Masters, and it's a good thing are, we get paid by the word. There are so many opportunities that I feel that if I pick a different guy in every one of the times I'm on the air, I'll get one right. That's somewhere, right. somewhere along the line, <laughs> so I'll, have a, I'll pick the winner. Uh, for those of you who only get one hour of Golf Talk Canada, complain to your station, what are you doing? Or go to the iHeartRadio app or tsn.ca right now for hour two of Golf Talk Canada. For those of you listening in select markets, 1150 in Hamilton, Windsor, Toronto, etc., whoever else gets two hours. We got one hour coming up. Winner's Weird and What? Master's Picks. Jamie Rydell from TSN. We got it all in hour two. Scully time. We'll get deep into who we like at the Masters. Coming up next right here on TSN Radio. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, first good decision on the golf course always starts in the closet. 
This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit weathertech.ca. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Golf Talk Canada. For blogs, show archives, video highlights, and TV schedule, visit us online at golftalkcanada.ca. We'll be right back with more GTC. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. To plan your next golf holiday, visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to GTC Hour 2. And we will go deep into the Masters for the last hour of Golf Talk Canada today. But before we do, we got to get to Bob's favorite segment of the show. Mine too. Three dub. It's winners, weird and what. I have the tea. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. All right, Bob. My winner this week is you. You, Me. not you personally, oh, oh, you, the viewing audience, because all of our audience who's listening to us right now is going to be glued to the TV. Masters week, you put it on the calendar, you know they're going to glue, glue themselves to the TV. And, and there's a misconception that the Masters or the Masters Tournament Committee likes things the old-fashioned way. And to a certain degree, they're right. Wooden scoreboards, uh, so you don't see no electronics on the grounds, shorter broadcast windows, all those have been bumped over lower, the years. Lower-priced beer. Lower-priced beer, <laughs> etc. But over the years, the Masters has also been the, on the cutting edge of a lot of things, uh, delivering mobile content on all platforms, really, for the first time. Sub-air. Sub-air systems. Uh, one of the first broadcasts ever in HD. One of the first times uh, in color, a colored broadcast of a, a sporting event on TV. A few years ago, I remember them tinkering with 3D, That's the right. Masters That's broadcast. Right. And this year, for the first time ever, we're going to get Top Tracer technology at the Masters, holes 9, 10, 13, 15, and 18 with Tracer technology. That's wicked because I'm thinking to myself, some of the golf shots we've seen over the years at Augusta, if we had had that trailing line, the the one that comes to mind most recently, 2012 Bubba Watson, right trees at number 10. That thing was a 90-yard hook on a pitching wedge. Could you imagine what that would have looked like, Bob, on top tracer? Or the 13th, the drive that he hit on 13th in the final day. Over the corner? Over the corner. Could you imagine what where that line would have went? Amazing. And we're going to see it for the first time ever this year. So you, the Masters viewer, are the winner. Woohoo! There you go. My weird this week is Tiger's prep for the Masters. Do you remember the days when Tiger would show up at a Masters two weeks ahead of time? Yeah, he'd be there for two weeks before the before a tournament would even start. You know, not this year. This year, Tiger spent two weeks at home, tweaking his equipment, getting it ready, and practicing on his own green. Now, his own green. He lives in Jupiter, Florida. Hold on a second here. He has four greens on his property in Jupiter, Florida, all reminiscent of different regions of the country where he may see different things. One kind of U.S. Openy, one kind of Poana, Poana West Coast, one kind of this, and one of them, Bob is to replicate Augusta National. It's super firm, it's super fast, has tons of slope, and it has a shaved-on chipping bailout area with the green uh, with the grass mown against him. Just like he'll have at Augusta, 
And guess who takes care of it? A former employee of the green staff at Augusta. <laughs> you point. and I don't have access to this, do we? No, no, no. We're kind of playing on the same thing all the time. But I did hear Tiger was up there last week. Yes. Played a couple yeah. rounds. Apparently it was freezing cold in the 30s and 40s. So uh, he said his yardage book is still good. So Well, uh, well I tell you, too, it's interesting, too. It's not gonna, like the old days. Freezing cold in the 30s and 40s. It's going to be 30 degrees Celsius. It's wow. going to be in the 90s for the practice rounds this week before uh, temperatures temple, uh, temper off a little. All right, my what this week, what a difference a year makes. A year ago, Jordan Spieth was the best putter in the world. Phil Mickelson was two and a half years into a winless drought. Tiger Woods was questioning, will he ever play golf again? And Sergio Garcia was the guy that couldn't win the big one. Twelve months ago today, us sitting here. And now, twelve months later, Sergio is one of the favorites to potentially defend. Phil has won a World Golf Championship, one of the favorites going in. Tiger Woods is one victory away from the golf community losing their minds. <laughs> and Jordan Spieth, with the exception of one round of golf yesterday at the Houston Open, couldn't roll it into a bathtub from 15 feet. <laughs> Man, 12 months means a lot in the world of golf, Bob. Boy, it's uh, it's like, what have you done for me lately? Right? <laughs> <laughs> it really is a big difference. Unreal. Big difference. All right, Bob, you have the tee. All right. So, so what do I do? Just aim for the pond? No, you're not supposed to hit it into the water. But you hit it into the water. I know I hit it into the water. Well, why do they even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there? Because it's fun! We're having fun! Look, it went further than your ball. Well, Mark, when you were reading out the scores a little earlier, I said we're going to get back to the web.com. Yes, tour sir. Because there's an interesting story in there. And it involves a guy from Vancouver, uh, Stuart McDonald, who is a first-year player on the web.com tour. A very talented uh, amateur guy who turned pro and now made it on there. So he opens up his first round at the uh, Landings Club at Deer Creek uh, with a 77. Now, on the web.com tours, we know that's where you got, you got to make you got to go low. And so... At this point, I'm figuring after the first round, Stewart's probably got his bag, you know, kind of half-packed, ready to kind of <laughs> get out of there. After his second round, he kind of puts it in. Well, something funny happens. He goes out and sets the course record, 64. So he goes 77, course record, makes the cut on the number. How about that for that a, is uh, awesome. two days and, of golf? And he is one under now early. In, yeah, uh, birdied know. his first hole early in his third round. That is that well done for uh, Stewart. That's awesome. That's a great uh, a great performance. My weird goes to uh, Michelle Wee. Now Michelle, I don't know if you're watching. I saw this. some of this. this? Yeah. So she, so she goes out and she hits a shot and then she like sits down, and then she hits another shot and then she goes over into the shade and sits down. She doesn't bend over to read her putts. Her caddy read all her putts yesterday uh, and a little bit on in the first round as well. Because she has got an inner ear infection uh, that's causing her sort of vertigo. So she yep. can't just walk a lot slower. She has to kind of just manage her, her body a little bit. Doesn't get sort of rem- reminiscent of Jason Remember Day. Remember Jason Day at, at, uh, at the U.S. Open, At the U.S. Right? Open out in uh, Chambers in, Bay. Thank you. I was trying to figure out the course on the West Coast. But yesterday she ends up shooting 67. She shoots five under yesterday. Bob, I don't know that. how they make contact with the with the ball for, like how do you even make contact and they're shooting 67 it makes no sense to well, me what i'm saying is i think you should get your caddy to read all your putts you know you should have you vertigo more often she had 28 putts that's not bad for the for that that is insane oh uh, anyway my uh and my i'm going back to the web.com tour for my what is uh in the category of whatever happened to remember that mm, mm. Ty Tryon. Remember Ty? Well, you and I, we, what, about 
10 minutes before we went on the air, I was reading your Winner's Weird and What. I went, Ty Tryon? Yeah. Like, he's alive? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ty Tryon, Monday qualified for the Web.com Tour event this week in Savannah. It is his first uh, appearance on a, on a tour at, in, uh, in six years. Now, he missed the cut. He shot 74, 73. Um, How he, old is he, Bob? Well, I was just going to tell you. He's now in his 30s, his late 30s, 38, I believe he is. Isn't that wild? Because he, was he not 15 or 16 he qualified when he turned professional? The, he qualified, turned at 16, qualified for the PGA Tour at 17. Right. And that's, that's when they like, had to bring in the rule that said, sorry, you have to be 18. You have to be, you know, have to. Have this to have, is like 15 years ago. We're yeah. Talking. So, I mean, it's, uh, it's just hard to believe that, but in this year of all these comebacks and all these. Um, you know, like Tiger and Phil and all these people playing well. We forgot about Ty Tryon, it's but it's totally hard forgot. to imagine. It's amazing because, you know, you and I remember everything. Yeah. We've been following this forever. 33 years old, by the way. 33 Sorry. years old. Okay, so that's, you know, that's closer to 20 years than it is 15. So I remember, you know, like, but that was one of the names. Like, I remember, I remember, like, you know, Hank Heaney and yeah. Kelly Heaney yeah. and all these names that were going to be these young, big things. And, and, you know, our head is full of junk. Like, our head's full of junk. That name, when it came to me this morning, that was a name that was completely erased from my memory. Like yeah. for, it was a guy, I was like, what happened? Just just a guy who ended up causing the, the PGA Tour to put in an age yeah. limit on their, on their uh, trying. Now, he, you, you see guys playing in U.S. Opens and things like that who qualify at younger ages, but... Uh, but old Ty Tryon, anyway, he's uh, he's uh, he's been sitting at home. He's been doing a whole bunch of different things. He tried caddying. He tried being a full-time dad at home. And now he's going to go out and try and get his game back because he says that's where he feels comfortable. So yeah. we'll see what happens. He lives in Utah. And I, I heard he launched Golf Talk Utah. And <laughs> okay. just didn't go the way. No. You know, he doesn't live. I have no idea where he is. I'm just being <laughs> a jerk. I'm just being a jerk. Oh, you know, we got a couple of minutes here. And I told uh, Mrs. Golf Talk Canada that I was going to talk about this this morning. Okay. So I got to do it very quickly because... Because on the other side, we're switching gears full masters yep. as we switch gears. But uh, we need to get canned clap and applause in this show. Because, so, you know, Heather watches that show where they all, all the, all the ladies sit around the table and they talk oh, like yeah, throat. The view? Yeah, is it the view or where Sharon Osbourne social, is yeah. the one I know yep. on it? And I think there's like an old pop or rapper, Eve, who's part of that thing in there. Anyway, every time someone says something at the show, so say this. Applause? It's like, um, I last night. Uh, you know, for I had chicken for dinner. <laughs> so I told uh, Heather that if I have to continue to watch this at uh, Casa Zucchino, that I am going to bring in canned applause for Golf Talk Canada. So it doesn't matter what you and I say. It doesn't matter. You'll get... It's like but the audience is a bunch of trained seals. I don't know what's going on. Hey, so, honey, I said I'd throw it out at you this morning. From now on, Maybe some canned clap. We need more canned clapping and applause on Golf Talk Canada. So. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there you go. See? They like that idea. The studio audience likes your idea. <laughs> I love it. All right. On the other side, Scully, Bob, myself, we'll give you our master's picks. We'll tell you who we like. Then Mr. Jamie Rydell in at 930 to do the same. We'll go deep into this year's master's coverage as we kick it off right here on GTC. This segment of GTC, presented by Acura, was brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. To plan your next golf holiday, visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Cedar Bray Golf Club. 
premier golf in a perfect natural setting close to home. Limited memberships are still available for 2018. Don't be shut out. Visit cedarbreakgolf.com today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sakino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to GTC as we dive into the Masters. Kicking it off this week on Golf Talk Canada Radio. We'll give you more Masters coverage on where you can find stuff later on at the end of the show. But welcoming in Master Producer himself, Adam Scully. Uh, Scully time extended this Oof. week. Wearing the Masters hat. Look at yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Had to, I was going to wear a green jacket, but... It's a little too early to <laughs> dress well, that that's way. What they give. Well, that's what you win at Bayview for the uh, child parent. You get the green well, the green jacket of Bayview. I mean, or, or my, the gold jacket. My mom was the team captain, so <laughs> she'd win everything. I know she, Mrs. Scully's listening. She Mama is. Scully. She, yeah, she, Shout she out to Mama me. Scully, yeah, and I hope yeah. you enjoy the Masters in your last few uh, weeks in uh, in Naples before yeah. heading back in May. So, And I will say, so she has sent me a couple of notes about uh, doing some pools for her, some mm-hmm. Masters pools. Mm-hmm. So I'm, she's going to be listening to my picks here and thinking, oh man, should he really be picking, my, mm-hmm. making my picks oh. for me? I don't know. Or my son's brilliant. Here's how we'll it goes. I, I'm going to lean brilliant. Wow. Here's how it goes. Seven picks, guys. Five must make the cut, and I'm through. I'm throwing a new one at you. You gotta pick a rookie. You can have the same rookie, but you need to pick a rookie for a tiebreaker. Rookie we, is the eighth pick, though. Isn't your eighth pick. Okay. Your eighth pick. Okay. So skulls, let's go with you first. Your seven picks and your eighth pick tiebreaker rookie. Uh, starting with, go ahead, all seven. So, all seven. I'm going to start this off. Uh, when we did one of our year in review uh, shows, uh, I picked this guy to win the Masters. I'm not going to go away from that. He's peaking at the right time, Jordan Spieth. Uh, oh, my. Justin Rose. Mm-hmm. Paul Casey. Oh, I like that pick. Matt Kuchar. Ooh. Hot Phil hand. Mickelson. Love it. Dustin Johnson. Hold and on. Mickelson. DJ. And your last pick. Tiger Woods. And TW oh. and your rookie tiebreaker. Xander Shoffley. All right. Now, out of your picks before I go to Bob, Spieth, Rose, Casey, Kucher, Mickelson, DJ, Woods, Shoffley. That's eight names. The last name is the rookie tiebreaker. Give me two names from your list if you had to lay a little ducats on just the outright win. These are guys you think are going to play well, guys you think are going to have a chance to win. Are your first two picks your actually guys you think are going to win, Spieth and Rose? I mean, I picked Spieth to win uh, in the year in review. Uh, I mean, I, I think he's going to contend. Mm-hmm. Maybe if he can skip the 12th hole in the final round, yeah. all three on <laughs> yeah. uh, you know they shave the... down all the trees on the right side of the fairway. <laughs> yeah, you can if they can do that. Yeah, or that too. Uh, I love the way Justin Rose is playing. I know we have some similar thoughts yeah. about that. Uh, but Matt Kuchar, he had that epic duel with uh, Jordan Spieth in last year's Open Championship. I think it's his time. So you're going to say Rose Kuchar is your Rose two Kuchar. potentials. I'm yep. just going to put a little asterisk on those. Yep. So that we can chat a little further down the road on those. All right, Robert, uh, same to you, sir. All right. uh, My first pick, I'm going to go with Gabe Brewer. And then, (laughs) is he still around? (laughs) In the veterans category. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go Justin Rose. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go Dustin Johnson. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go Rory McElroy. Jordan Spieth. Mm -hmm. Justin Thomas. Bubba. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my last pick will be Paul Casey. Whoa. I like that Kuchar pick, though. I'm kind of kicking myself now that I didn't put a- him in there. And your uh, rookie is Austin, Austin Cook. Cook. Austin Cook is my rook. Now, so Justin Rose, Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, Bubba Watson, and Paul Casey. Paul Casey uh, if you had to pick just two names, just an outright win category, uh, who do you like? 
Well, I got to spend some time with DJ a couple weeks ago. This is before he flamed out at the uh, match play, which has me a little worried. <laughs> but but uh, he told me that he's got a new house because the one from last year has bad juju. And he, said, and he said it's a bungalow. So that's that's good. So I, I think I think I'm going to pick DJ and and uh, Rory. DJ. Ooh. DJ based. I'm a little nervous about the DJ because of what happened at the match play, but I'm really buoyed by McElroy because of what I saw at the putting at Bay Hill. Oh, well, that's the thing, right? So, okay, so currently Bob and and Skulls both have Dustin Johnson. They both have Justin Rose. They both have Jordan Spieth. They both have Dustin Johnson, and that's where it starts to differ. And I think we have both have Paul Casey. And Paul, Paul, Paul Casey. And you both, both have, have Paul Casey. Casey. Yeah. Thank you. And then it starts to, to differ. Uh, Bob has Justin Thomas and Bubba Watson. And Scully has Matt Kuchar and Phil Mickelson. Those are the, your two separate mm-hmm. picks. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to you two head-to-head, uh, mono mono. Bob is really betting JT and Bubba Watson against Matt Kuchar and Phil Mickelson. At yeah. the moment. All right. We're going to see a little crossover here. Justin Rose it would be my first pick. And I've picked him for the last six months to win the Masters. I still think... He's going to win the Masters. So Justin Rose, for me, is my first uh, pick. Um, oh, sorry. Also, uh, sorry, Skulls has uh, Tiger Woods, and Bob does not have Tiger Woods. Some guy named Tiger Woods. Some guy, yeah, Tiger. some guy you named heard Tiger Woods. Yeah. Uh, so I will go with Rose, and I will go with Mickelson. If you, have, if, if you ask me, guys, give me two names that are going to win the Masters oh. this year, I'd go Rose Mickelson. I really would. Wow. And those were the two I go with. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with those. That how much is that is betting with your head, and how much is that is betting with your heart? Well, of each? Ooh, wow. I, you know what? I know. You I would say f- like four months ago, I would say with my heart with Phil. Yeah. Right now, when you look at his level of consistency in 2018, and I'm not paying much attention to Houston Open because he took some time off. You know, he played. He went two and one at the match play and didn't advance. Mm-hmm. So Mickelson has not shown one sign of potentially having a bad golf tournament. Yeah, you're right. So because of his level of consistency this year and how comfortable he is at Augusta and the fact that he won against a world golf championship field, if his name wasn't Phil Mickelson and his name was Boo Woo, <laughs> Boo Woo Boo Woo would have a chance to win. So, so are you anticipating a rematch of the 2013 battle at Marion between Phil and Rose down I the street? I think very much so. Wow. And let's... Know, I want to make a change. I'm going to take out Bubba. I'm going to put Boo Woo Boo Woo. <laughs> now, speaking of Bubba... That would be my third wow. pick. I'm going to go. Who would have thunk it? I know, and I really thought that we've seen the last of Bubba Watson. But listen, the one thing you can't predict is a beautiful mind. Okay, <laughs> and Bubba has a beautiful mind. It could be going south in a hurry mm-hmm. and get out of the way. But you, but you, like if you. <sighs> You can't predict the unpredictable, I guess is what I'm trying to say. That's, and, that's, that's quite a statement right, there. <laughs> right. And that's Bubba. Like, he, he is, was lost in the wilderness. He was gone. And now he's back. So I anticipate him to be part of the mix here. There was a, a point there, guys, in the history of the Masters very recently, mm-hmm. up to, say, two years ago, where if you didn't have Bubba Watson on your team at Augusta, they would have called you crazy. You had to have him in your top five, regardless of form coming in. Yeah. And here we are again as far as I'm concerned, with Bubba Watson. And I'm going to go with number four with a pick that I'm surprised that I have not heard yet. Sergio Garcia. 
has shown good form this year. Picking yourself. Picking my doppelganger yes. uh, has showed good form this year. Uh, happy off the golf course, a new dad. And as far as I'm concerned, playing with house money. Doesn't matter what he does the rest of his career. He's done. He's house money now. Yeah. I'll take Sergio Garcia in what could potentially be a very rare repeat. Ooh. It happens so rare at Augusta. Uh, Rory McIlroy, I will take. I will take Tiger Woods. Wow. And this is the big one that you guys are all going to be shocked at and the pick that is probably going to kick me in the butt. Terrell Hatton. I'm going to leave world number one Dustin Johnson off my team. Oh I'm my going goodness. to leave number two, world number two oh. Justin Thomas off oh. my team. Oh my goodness. I am going to leave Jordan Spieth off my team who has gone a thousand under par in his career at the Masters so far. And I'm going to go with Paul Casey. Wow. As my uh, final pick. So I go Justin Rose, Phil Mickelson is the two guys I really love. Bubba Watson, Jordan Spieth, Rory McIlroy, Tiger Woods, and Paul Casey. No Dustin Johnson and no uh, JT and no Spieth. And my uh, rookie, as I outlined uh, to um, Bob, because of the horses for courses cheating at Eastlake, I'll go with Xander Shoffley okay. as my tiebreaker rookie. So, again, five need to make the cut. Best score in relation to par. And we'll see. Uh, so, so since we have the same rookie, mm-hmm. if there's double overtime, oh, what are the stakes there? I think we just got uh, uh, who can bench press the most. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I think I think I that's think the that's play that's here. That, okay, I will. Yeah. I, I will if, if I, I can bench, now. if I can bench press you, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. If you can bench press me, then you win. If you can, I win. I like it. My job's lying down. I like it. Prime in. Okay, guys, so those are obviously a big bowl of picks, and, you know, I think we know why. Scully, you took Spieth. Bob, you took Spieth. I did not. Uh, we only got a couple minutes left here, and then we got to, you know, really quickly, we got to bring in Jamie Rydell for his team and his thoughts on the Masters. Are you, are you not? Are you just thinking that, okay, the guy's just too good, and his history at this golf course has just been too good uh, in terms of relation to par over his career there to keep him off the team? Are you not scared at the recent form? I mean, it, he's, his putter is starting to heat up at Houston, which I like, and the fact that he has led this tournament more than anybody the last three years, he's been in the lead. I think, just to me, he's a great pick. Whether or not he's going to win or not might right. be a different question, but for my pool, that's the way it reason I took him is just that he's hard to keep off the top of the leaderboard. Yeah, I think he's going to be there on Sunday, whether it's in the top 10 or not. He's finally healthy. He, he had a bit of an illness he went through uh, during the offseason. He's starting to peak at the right time. I think if, you know, he's he's a shot or two back heading into the weekend this weekend in Houston, you know, if, if he can have a good top five finish, he'll have the good karma going into, uh, or the good mojo going into Augusta, so I, I wouldn't bet against him for sure. All right, well, we'll find out if he lands on Jamie Rydell's team, because coming up next, senior golf producer here at TSN, Jamie Rydell as well as the co-host of the Bump and Run podcast. He's going to jump on with us next, give us his master's thoughts, his master's picks, and see if uh, he thinks any of us are crazy. Maybe he's got a surprise name that none of us are thinking about. Jamie Rydell next. This is GTC. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by Cedar Bray Golf Club. Premier golf in a perfect natural setting close to home. Limited memberships are still available for 2018. Don't be shut out. Visit cedarbraygolf.com today. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Adidas Golf and new Tour 360. Visit adidasgolf.ca. Adidas, 
geared for more. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sakito and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to GTC as we kick off Masters Week right here on TSN Radio. It is the most wonderful time of the year. In the last segment, uh, Bob, myself, and Skulls gave you our Masters picks, who we like, why we like them. And I guess the big cliffhanger was I was the only guy without world number one Dustin Johnson on his team, and I'm also the only guy without Jordan Spieth on his team. And now bringing into the show, senior golf producer here at TSN, also handles all our CFL coverage, and the co-host of the Bump and Run podcast, Mr. Jamie Wright, also part of the Golf Talk Canada family. And Jamie, the big teaser is, do you have Jordan Spieth on your team? I know you love Jordan, but is this the year that maybe you leave him off? Uh, We won't start there, but that's what I'm interested in finding out. I'm curious to see if you got him, my friend. All right, well. Here we go. um, I will, I will. If I pick Jordan, I'll leave him for last. All right, okay. all right. I like the cliffhanger. Like a drum roll here, with <laughs> but, yeah. Could I get one? Yeah. Get Can we tee up a drum roll oh. for for his oh. for Jamie's last pick, boys? Maybe not. Can oh, we? No. We're working, yeah. we're working on it. Okay. Well, we we got six picks to get to that drum roll. That's we do. True. We do. So, so you got time. Uh, all right. Well, I'm I, I've been. I, I like most people. I like Justin Rose, uh, big time this week. Um, he's had such a great year. Um, he's had such a great record at Augusta. So I, I actually think Justin Rose is probably, if you're going to ask me who my two are, I think Justin Rose is going to win this thing. So Well, see, great uh, minds think alike, Jamie. That's uh, all I can say. You were listening the I, previous segment, weren't you? <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling our picks. I actually changed a couple. I actually changed one pick because of the previous segment. So oh my goodness. I didn't want to have some same guys. But I got, I got Rosie. I got Rory. I got DJ. Mm-hmm. I got Bubba mm-hmm. because how can you not pick Bubba with the form he's in and at Augusta? So I, I actually chose not to. So you yeah, know. well, yeah. you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, <just joking. laughs> I'm not taking Tiger or Phil. So my, my last three, I go on Ricky Fowler. Oh, first Fowler on the board. See, I got. I think I, I like Ricky there. I like his steady play. He's playing well at Houston. I'm also taking Jason Day. Oh, I love JD. That's a great pick. That is a good pick. Nobody's picked him yet. I love that. Okay, hold on. Let me see if we get that drum roll. Hold on. Do we have a drum roll, boys? We have one or not? Hold on. Waiting for the band to set up here. uh, Jeez. Okay. Here we go. 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 With his final pick, Jamie Rydell picks. I am going with Jordan Speed. Jordan Speed. That was a great drum roll. That was, that was good. a good drum roll. It timed out well, too. I didn't well know too. how long it went. I yeah. could have waited till the end. I don't know. Doc Severson looks great for 112, yeah, too. <laughs> All right, so I'm the only moron without Jordan Spieth on my team, and I love the fact that uh, we've got a Fowler and a Day on the board because, you like know, if, if we were to go deeper to, like, 10 picks... You know, you got to figure that those names mm-hmm. are going to pop up. Uh, okay, question for you, Jamie. Are you are you surprised? Are you surprised that in four teams that went seven picks deep, that the the name John Rom was never mentioned? Uh, not. I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I think he needs some more seasoning on the course. Um. You know he could play very well, and he'll he probably win this thing one year. But uh, it's it's just it's this year. You know when you have eleven of the top twenty that have won coming in, all the top guys are playing so well. It's hard to keep one of them off. 
Right. Um, I went Jordan Spieth because he said he wanted to have one good round in, in, at Houston, and he did. Shot 67 yesterday. Um, obviously, it was good before that, but, you know, he looks better. So that's why I took Jordan Spieth. I, I think he's just at Augusta. He's so confident. But, you know, when you, you can go down the top 20, and it's crazy. Like, it, it really is going to be, hopefully, an epic Masters. And, you know, even those guys that are in the top 20 that have won, Bubba Watson's not one of them, and he's won twice. And Tiger Woods is not one of them as well, and he's playing so well. Um, I, I just think this shapes up to be a fantastic tournament. Um, I think everybody's excited about it. All right, Jamie, uh, two questions here then before mm-hmm. we wrap up. Uh, rookie as your tiebreaker and why? And the second question is, if it's not John Rahm, and I'm going to ask you guys this in our last segment, Bob and Adam, if it's not John Rahm, what name wasn't selected that pops out at you? Because there are some huge names that still weren't selected. Henrik Stenson, who's pounding mm-hmm. dri- driver this week because he wants to hit more drivers uh, next week at Augusta. That was, you know, him kind of putting shining the light on that, right? There's some great European tour players. Tommy Fleetwood. Be, Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah. So, what name? First, a rookie for your tiebreaker, and what name jumps out that wasn't selected for you? Well, my, my rookie is going to be Tony Finau oh. uh, because I just love his length. I love the way he's playing. Um, I, I really I really like his length at Augusta. And, I got, I, you know, I think what weeks you said it, Tommy Fleetwood is the guy for me. Um, you know, he's been so good the last year and a half. Um, he's obviously one of the top players in the world. One of those 11 of the top 20 that have won this year. Uh, contended at the U.S. Open. Um, I, I think Tommy Fleetwood is one of those guys that nobody's picked that could have a really good tournament. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. Mm-hmm. Matsuyama? Really, yeah, yeah not, another one. Well, I, I don't like Hideki this week at all. It, it was just just the putter won't cooperate and he hasn't shown form? It's, I think it's just the – like he's just he not played that enough. much, yeah. yeah. If, you want a, if you want an off-the-board pick, a guy who picks, who plays generally plays that course very well. Louis Oosthuizen. Well, and, yeah, he, and yeah. has shown great form, just hasn't won. Yeah. How many leaderboards have we looked looked at this year, including world, the last World Golf Championship event, where he had an honest uh, opportunity to, to, mm-hmm. to, to grab the W, and mm-hmm. it just didn't happen mm-hmm. for him, right? So, And if it wasn't for an epic finish, you know, uh, what was that, three, four years ago now, if it wasn't for an epic finish, uh, Louis Oosthuizen, in all likelihood, would have walked mm-hmm. away with his second major yeah. that yeah. year, right? Yeah. So. Jamie, thank you for taking the time this morning, and I will see you on the grounds of Augusta National on Tuesday to get yeah, set for all uh, our great uh, our great content coming up on TSN. Yeah, it's going to be an awesome week. I'm excited to get down there, and congratulations to Scully for not picking Adam Scott this year. <laughs> thank you. I also picked uh, Patrick Reed last year. Yes. That one way. <laughs> oh, have a great uh, weekend, Jamie, and we'll see you right, Tuesday, you buddy. Too. All right, yeah. Jamie Rydell, TSN. Uh, obviously part of anything we do here in terms of golf on the TSN network. And on the other side, I'm going to get that name from both you gentlemen. One name that you're shocked. Maybe you agree with Jamie that it's Tommy Fleetwood, but there are some other names out there. We'll get that name from you. We will wrap up uh, today's show, get you caught up to date again on everything that's happening in the world of Golf Talk Canada. And also, Scully, I'd like to get a little quick update from you on speed golf because I have one for you, and I was telling Bob uh, off the air about my little update. It's not a huge update, but it's just, hey, you know, maybe this is taking traction already because we're close to two weeks into this, and I want to see where you're at. So we'll do that next. This is GTC. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by Adidas Golf and new Tour 360. Visit adidasgolf.ca. Adidas, geared for more.
This segment of Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura, is brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit MuskokaBayResort.com today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada as we kick off Masters Week right here on GTC. Don't forget, TSN is your home for all major championship golf, including the Masters. We kick it off right here this morning on Golf Talk Canada Radio. Then we follow it up on TV by kicking off the TV coverage Wednesday leading into the Par 3 competition with a one-hour Golf Talk Canada Masters preview show. Then it is the Par 3 contest, then Masters evening and Thursday morning, the TSN pregame leading into early round coverage Thursday. Thursday, Friday on TSN. Then we pick up the TSN, picks up the ESPN network feed. And then the same thing for the weekend, uh, early round coverage, handing off to CTV for the third and final round of the Masters. Bob and I will be everywhere. TSN will be all over it. More Masters content that you know what to do with and welcoming David Hearn to the TSN mm-hmm. family as part of our Masters team for 2018. 20 weeks of TaylorMade, continuing uh, close to $20,000 worth of TaylorMade product, including the grand prize, which is a through-the-bag TaylorMade tour experience, custom fit, top-to-bottom, full TaylorMade set, accompanied by a Stuart Golf X9 electric walking trolley. It is the top-of-the-line model, the best you can do, close to $8,000 just for the grand prize. Crazy. How do you win, Adam? The only way. The only way. The only way is if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Golf Talk Canada TV and Radio. How much is the prize pool? Close to 20000 Bob. Thanks for asking. <laughs> the only way you can win is by subscribing to Golf Talk Canada TV and Radio. Starting, Mar- starting May 19th right here on Golf Talk Canada, we will give away every week a free golf giveaway from Muskoka Bay. Muskoka Bay Golf Giveaway will do trivia starting May 9th throughout the summer right through to Labor Day, giving away a free round of golf every week right here to Muskoka Bay on Golf Talk Canada. <sighs> Breathe, yep. There oh, we go. All right. Teleprompter uh, goes away. Yeah, I'm kidding. Bef- no. Yes, teleprompter. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, uh, I want to tell you about my speed go- uh, super yeah. speed golf update, but before we do, I asked you guys before yeah. the break, you know, we, we went through our master's picks. You know, it is the who's who. There's a couple of, like, differences on everybody's team. Someone, some people have Tiger, some people don't. Some people have speed, some people mm-hmm. don't. Mm-hmm. I left DJ off my team. I left uh, Phil off my you team. You left Phil off your team, as did uh, Jamie. I left Bubba off my you team. You left Bubba off your team. The one name that was not verbalized off across all these picks, who are you the most surprised at that wasn't picked? For me, I, you know, he's been in good form. He's a Swede. He's Alex Norton. Yeah. I think he's played some really good golf, aside from that sketchy lag putt in the semifinals yes. of the yes. WGC. <laughs> it was sketch. It almost looked a little yippity doo a little bit, but not. It was, it was, it was sort of weird to look at. But he is a ball striking machine. Yeah. And around Augusta, you need that. He's got a unique. Uh, the way he putts is very unique. But uh, if he gets a hot putter for the week, I, he could be a guy to look out for. Bob, I'm gonna go down under to pick a guy oh, that down under. Uh, that. Not the guy you might think right off the bat, but no. I'm going to I'm going to say the guy as Mark Leishman, oh, who is a very maybe solid the most player, underrated player on the PGA Tour. Year I would year. I would agree with that comment, and yeah. I, and I think you know he's been in the hunt before at the British Open. He was lost yep. in that playoff one year, mm-hmm. and he's had some good uh, he's had some good finishes this year. Three top tens, a little little mixed bag so far this year, yep. but uh, but I like his game. Yeah, I, I would agree with both of you guys. Leishman, Norin, Fleetwood, like Jamie yep. suggested, uh, Stenson, as I threw out there. Uh, I'll even throw this. Uh, you know, this is the year if you were going to pick Jay, uh, Patrick Reed. He's, he's playing, playing well. well. He loves to turn it over right to left. 
He seems to be putting well. Uh, we know how good the right-to-left ball flight will suit you at Augusta. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still wouldn't pick him, but yeah. you could make a case at least this yep. year for sure. Reed. Sure. Um, yeah, outside of that, I know you could keep going because there are some, you know, Ustazen. Mm-hmm. Brian Harmon. Brian Harmon. Good yep. putter. You know, what about Charlie Hoffman? No glamour when you say the name Charlie Hoffman. Has never won a major, but how many times has this guy contended in hard golf championships, yep. including the best round of golf we saw all year last year, his opening round of the Masters? Cheer Dick, Happy Barn Rat. Yep. The Barn Rat, there playing well. So, man, the stories are endless this year. I just hope we get what we all anticipate and mm-hmm. we're all looking for. All right, Skulls, got a few minutes left here. I want to give you a quick update because so I, I finally made some equipment decisions for oh. 2018 because, oh. you know, TaylorMade are so good to us and they throw so much stuff at us and there's so many options. But mm-hmm. it, it, sometimes my mind starts to boil, right? And I've decided to, to stick the path of my uh, P770 irons. I think it's a great iron for Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I'm not looking to hit it really that much further with my irons. Uh, sometimes I get into trouble being too long with my irons. So Good I, problem I, I like the control <laughs> with the P770s. I love the control, the yep. feel, and I, I love the flight that I can flight them yeah. if I need to flight them. Uh, you don't have to be playing golf in, in a dome to enjoy them. You know what I mean? Because there isn't perfect conditions out there when you go outside. Mm-hmm. So again, mm-hmm. and I've dropped the four iron in the three iron in the set and put in. P794, P793 iron to give myself a little bit of help when we get to 4 and 3 iron. And I took my hybrid out of the bag because that 3 iron in the P790 just goes so far, it it erases the need for a hybrid. It does. And then I stick with my M3 3-wood, my M3 driver, and I just kind of got fine-tuned by Jared up at the HQ this week. And I've been doing super speed golf for two weeks. I didn't get my swing speed numbers, but I got my ball speed numbers two weeks ago. When I started uh, Super Speed Golf, yep. when we shot the video, mm-hmm. my ball thing. speed was around 153. Yeah. Uh, swing speed was one. I think the one we showed on TV it was 109 swing speed, 153 yeah. ball speed. That sounds right. Yeah. I don't have swing speed update, but I have a ball speed update 156. Ball speed wow. update and it got to 157. It got to 157 one point. So 156, two 157. Weeks? Two weeks. 156, 157. Now that's a lot of wow. things coming together. I've also lost uh, uh, 12 pounds being on a diet. I've also been exercising, and my golf muscles are warming up for the season. And so just there's pumping anabolic right, so steroids. Right and of course, yeah. but there's a lot of yeah. things coming together here. Yeah. There's that's a super, awesome. super speed golf. Yeah. There's weight loss. And the golf you. muscles getting warmed up for the season that haven't really been used much. They've been used over the winter, but spotted. Right? right now right, we got right. two weeks of so there's things lining up here. But regardless yeah. of what's lining up, my top speed was 153 two wow. weeks ago. My top speed this week was like 156, 157 ball speed. And and so that's what another th- what eight, nine, ten yards? I don't know Something, how much in yeah. ball speed. I can only give you the mathematical translation yeah, when we get the clubhead speed. Right. But, but that's that's a, that's very yeah. impressive. I, I, how I are found, you feeling? And are you enjoying? I found it? so I I didn't get to hit balls this week because I've been battling a flu all week or cold all week. But uh, Crummy River, I know. But um, I'm finding that um, uh, my my speeds are increasing when I'm doing the drills, and especially I think left-handed. I'm now up from a 52 handicap to about maybe a 39. You know, swinging it left-handed. Right, left-handed. Because I haven't my, seen you putt left-handed yet, big boy. I'm, I'm a left-handed <laughs> hockey shot. So, right. Uh, so. Yeah, go- right-handed golfer. Yeah. That's bizarre. Yeah. That's common. But I'm hoping to hit uh, uh, some balls on Monday. Yeah. And I, I, I sent some stats to you. Let's see if I can pull them up quickly. Uh, from when I hit a three-wood a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, your ball speed on your three-wood is my driver, by the way. Um, and I'm not short. That's my No, cannon. you're not short. I, I, uh, I, I was flying. Like, my, my best shot on that segment was uh, at Tour Experience Golf. I flew it 388. Sorry, 288. <laughs> I, fl- I flew it 288, hey, and I netted 311. 
So I'm not sure. I'm in at 300 yards consistently, and this guy's three wood. It takes my driver off so, the charts. So I have I have the numbers here with three wood. Uh, club head speed 106, ball speed 158.6. Ridiculous. Carry 265. Oh, the woods are full of long ball hitters, you boys. <laughs> they are. They are. They are. I missed a lot of fairways. So are you enjoying it though? Oh, it's, it's awesome. It, it's a great workout. Yeah, I like it too. And I, I highly recommend going on the Super Speed Golf's Instagram account. Yeah. And there's a lot of great videos there and a lot of great photos of tour pros like Mickelson using it, Hadwin using it, a lot of other guys. That's cool. It's really cool. All right, let's wrap this up uh, with a master's thought. Uh, I like Rose. You like Rose. Jamie likes Rose. Actually, you you actually picked Rose as your Oh, oh, I did. Everybody's picked Rose. Everyone, all four of us think Rose, which means he's probably going to miss the cut. Yeah. He'll shoot 80-80. I've got a little lollies on Justin, by the way. I made a little action. I made a bet. Oh, and I got him. At, I got him at twenty to one, oh, wow. and I laid a few ducats at twenty to one about wow. three months ago. Some dollars. He's down to about twelve or thirteen to one right now. There you go. Yeah. So it depends, of course, where you're looking. Right. These things go. float. Tiger's still the favorite. Uh, got about a minute left. Closing thought, Robert. Uh, what just right now? What's the headline? And what's the biggest headline come uh, Sunday night, Monday morning next week? What's the biggest headline for the you? The biggest headline right now is dust, is sorry Tiger Woods. That's still going to be the biggest headline. And I think on Sunday, it's going to be who poked their head through to the finish line to win. What is shaping up to be the possibility of an epic, epic battle. A race to the finish with the big names. I love that. You skull, same question. They always, they always say uh, the master starts in the back nine on Sunday. It's, mm-hmm. it's who can make those crucial putts down the stretch. Who can who can eagle 15 like like Sergio did last year to, uh, you know, to stick a dagger in it and, and win their first green jacket. I'm also looking at the weather. Is the forecast going to be okay? Is that going to affect the yeah. golf course at all? We'll right see. now, looking okay. Super hot in the week. Yeah. A little bit of rain in the yeah. forecast for Thursday. But they, they can tune in that golf course oh, with yeah. the sub-air system. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Scully, enjoy the Masters. Enjoy your week. Thank you. Bob, I'll see you Tuesday on location at Augusta National to yes, kick off our, uh, our recordings and tapings and coverage for this year's Masters. Everybody, enjoy Masters week. And you know, for Canada and our special connection with the Masters, it really signifies the start of everything we love in this country. Uh, we love the golf, patio season, barbecues, picnics, and uh, mowing the lawn. Yes, the end of Canada's hibernation <laughs> is the kickoff of Masters Week. Enjoy your week, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, first good decision on the golf course always starts in the closet. This segment of GTC, presented by Acura, was brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit MuskokaBayResort.com today. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Golf Talk Canada. For blogs, show archives, video highlights, and TV schedule, visit us online at golftalkcanada.ca.